Hey, this is Brian Jump. Welcome to the SAI Million Dollar PDR Podcast. We go over actionable tips that have served my business well over the last 30 years, and hopefully they'll be beneficial to you too. going on? Brian Jump, SAI Million Dollar PDR Podcast. What's happening? Little TV theme right there. Those who know, know. Those who don't, oh well. That's the way it goes. How you been, man? What's happening? It's Brian Jump. Welcome. First timer? Okay. Let me give you the quick rundown. We talk paintless dent repair, we talk automotive reconditioning, which means fixing up cars in the cosmetic sense of the term. Uh, we talk a little bit of family, we talk about uh, technical terms within uh, PDR, we talk about marketing, how to grow your PDR business. Uh, maybe you're not running your own business, maybe you're just a tech, but you want to be a better tech, and then maybe in the future you'll be your own. Maybe you'll never be your own and you're totally cool with that, nothing wrong with that. But being the best you can be, uh, get yourself on the proverbial uh, PDR Wheaties cereal box one day. Nothing wrong with that. So, yeah, this podcast, we try to elevate. We try to uh, ascent to greatness. Um, and you never reach the pinnacle. The pinnacle, the goalposts always move, don't they? It's so it's such a crock of shit if you think about it. I mean, hey, you know, I've done what I thought I was going to do, and I set out, and I got there. Oh, it's not good enough now. It's just that's I don't know about you guys. That that's my. I was gonna say it's human nature. It's definitely my nature. I just I don't let myself win. You know. Oh, you got there. No, it's not good enough anymore. Remember about a month ago you were thinking about getting over there. It's like all right, thanks, thanks, thanks very little. Um, anywho, uh, I appreciate you guys uh, tuning in. And if you haven't uh, already, please, please, I just ask for one small thing. Okay, this this is free content. I have literally helped other people make millions. No lie. Sounds like a, a bunch of shuck and jive, but it's not. Um, all I ask in return is for 50%. No, kidding. Jokes. All I ask for is to please like and subscribe if you wouldn't mind. Uh, and comment. That helps me get more uh, more ears and more uh, distribution. And therefore, I can reach out to more people and we could do more fun things. Like I can get some special effects or do all kinds of fun stuff. You just never know. Um, you, oh, you don't want special effects. I can't blame you. Uh, I kind of don't either. But anyway, um, so what's going on? Uh, this week we enrolled a couple uh, students, which is always a good thing. Uh, we're not pushing hard for training. We're pushing hard for service. Um, but uh, I'm excited about that. Um, one gentleman, I wish I could pronounce his name, and I apologize if you're listening to the podcast. you got to admit, you have a pretty hard name to pronounce. I'll just call him R. Uh, coming from Canada with the family, I think they're going to have a little mini vacay down here uh, near the Gouda Beach, which is fantastic. Um, very excited to meet him. Sounds like a real cool cat. He's uh, a lot of A and uh, and all those Canadian little phrases. So it, I got to book up on my uh, my Canadian. Got to uh, got to study my Canadian for Dummies speech book so I can uh, converse with him. 
But uh, I'm looking forward to that. And then we also have a, a student that will be coming uh, from a BMW dealership in the Southwest. Which, I mean, that's kind of a no-brainer for me. If you guys know me, my background, we've done a lot of stuff in conjunction with BMW, factory BMW, which is kind of cool. We, uh, Being here in SoCal, I also happen to uh, lay my hands on quite a few BMWs, Bavarian Motor Workings. So, um, yeah, we, we I don't want to say we're experts, but we're definitely well-versed. How's that? Um, and we've trained experts uh, in the art of PDR uh, at the factory. So, a couple times. So it's been good. So yeah, it's kind of a no-brainer if you come from, if you hail, you hearken from a BMW background, service, or dealership, we are a pretty good choice for, for those individuals. Um, so yeah, we'll, so we'll, we'll talk about those two individuals. One's coming in, I think, April. The other one's coming in May. So yeah, and we've got a few others coming in in between as well. So should be uh, should be good content, good, good family fun. Um, this last week, not a, you know, I, I've been I've been kind of jonesing for some cool cars, and we have not had them. And no disrespect to anybody, if you if you brought your car in for service, and I'm saying you don't have a cool car, I apologize. Um, the car that I drive around mostly, my my Nissan NV200, hardly hardly fits the fits the description or the scale of a cool ride, right? A whip, if you will. Uh, if anything, it's anti-cool. My daughter says it's boring. My wife thinks it's boring. Like, why don't you get? Why don't you have a better car? And and no, it's not how my wife or daughter sound. But I just wanted to give them a different sound to denote that it wasn't me saying that. Um, because a couple things. Number one, uh, if you've listened long enough, you know we're working on a couple Porsches here, and I'm hoping to have one like a classic done pretty pretty soon. And pretty soon meaning uh, summer, um, which when it's done will be a very nice car, and then something I could drive around. Not probably not a daily, but uh, definitely, it's not a race car, just a street car. And then uh, we've got a couple buses, um, one of which I'm going to sell, maybe both, but I'd like to at least keep one, hopefully, uh, God willing. So between the classic split window VW bus and the Porsche, uh, yeah, I don't, I'll have some fun, fun toys around a little bit again. Back in the day, we've had some cool cars, but we had this thing that we got struck down hard, guys. I mean, you know, I hate to, I hate to go serious on you right now, but. But in life, things can happen to you, you know, unknown. And we had this, these three things called kids. And, you know, some people get the cancer. Some people get the kid. And we got the kid. And it, it struck us down hard financially to where, I mean, we had a few nice cars. Like I said, at one point, I think we had a BMW convertible, a 6 Series. That was nice. Um, had a Porsche early on when the kids were young. Maybe a couple. Had a BMW. Another BMW, not just a convertible. But it just, you know... That, that affliction, that disease, you know, that they, they come on and, and, and sometimes when you're sick, you know, you, you get these different symptoms. Our symptoms was loss of cash. You know, these kids, they have a way of just, uh, you know, like a virus or bacteria. And, and in all seriousness, I mean, no regrets. I mean, I, and, and it was planned, of course, it's for the most part. But, but uh, no, it was, it was fantastic. And, and it still is. I mean, my youngest now is, is 19. He'll be 20. Coming up next month, which is just insane, Gage. I can't believe you're not no longer. I'm not going to be the father of, even of a teenager. I'm going to have adult kids. I mean, I already do have adult kids, but <clears throat> adult at least by the age, not by the way they act, of course. But um, no, I'm very proud of proud of all three of them. Three point five. Um, so anyway, 
So yeah, we haven't had a cool car, and we didn't have much in the way of cool cars this week. I mean, I think we had uh, some Hondas, some Acuras, a General, a General Motors, like a Terrain, a Tacoma, you know, just the standard fare, man. It was kind of like Taco Bell of cars this week. It was just, ugh. But, I mean, I'm not into it. Hey, I'll tell you right now. If, if somebody would say, hey, look, we'll get you a ton of cool cars. You know I'm going with this, right? But you're not going to make a ton of cash. Or... You keep, and I thought about this. I mean, if we market, I was looking at the cars. I'm like, I wouldn't have had a lot of these cars this week if we marketed just for luxury, you know, or or or, uh, or rare, you know, classics or something. We'd do less repairs, probably make a lot less money. So the fact that we kind of keep our marketing a little more broad and we, we catch more wider range of fish in our ocean netting, then I think that's probably a good thing, you know. So so no regrets at all. Um. All right. So moving on. So, this, I, I, I've never done this, and I, this I don't think I have, and I've done over 700 episodes, so, so maybe somebody knows and you're going to call me out, and that's fine. Um, by the way, keep the comments coming. I've had a couple more people reach out to me this week. I love it, man. It's, it's nice, nice to know there's people out there listening, um, and, I, and you know, I got my regulars, and I got my irregulars, and I got my, my irregular bowel movements, so, and we'll talk about the first two. Um, but yeah, I, I appreciate the, the, the comments and, and the, the, the suggestions, anything you got, man, lay it on me. Hey, Brian, I'd like to hear more of this. I'd like to hear more of that. On that note, um, speaking of Wetch, um, we're hopefully going to have Joe from Dent Evo uh, coming on the pod. Uh, if, if you're listening to this, it'll be tonight. Um, I'm going to try to do it live if I can, if Joe's down with that. Uh, so this, this podcast, we're, we're uh, re- recording live over the weekend. And this should air on March 20th, if all things go correct. Um, and then after that, uh, later, because uh, this will be available, it's usually 12.01 to 12.05 a.m. If you, if you, I don't know if you ever checked that out, but I usually do it the, the early, early, wee hours of the morning of the day that the pod comes out, just because of different time zones and things. You know. So anywho, yeah, Joe from Denevo. You're like, who the heck's Joe from Denevo? Maybe you know who he is. Um, a lot of good things about Joe from Dan Evo, and he, he I, it's it's kind of strange that I've never come come across this cat before because um, I think I believe he shares a lot of the same PDR religion that I do. Uh, number one, I, I I believe this cat is really into pricing uh, and and squeezing the lemon, if you will, for uh, all the dollars and all the the coins, all the bullion. And secondly, he's into doing uh, high level repairs. And that means both in quality and scope, you know, size. So, so this guy, this cat's right. I mean, he's speaking my lingo, you know. I mean, so, so I can't wait to to hopefully we'll get him on. We talked and confirmed on Friday. We'll confirm again uh, on Monday, and then hope to get him on. I think it's right around six o'clock. So, so if you're gonna spend time with the family, whatever thing, just tell them to shut up and get out of the way because you got way more important things to do. Because you got to listen to a paintless standard repair podcast live. Or not, and I'll uh, and I'll record it um, for those of you that they're not going to tell the family to pound sand if you you know it's dinner time at six or you know you got you got to go to your bowling league or maybe if Monday night's prostitute night I don't know whatever you do cigars you know you name it yeah Brian cigar lounge night man I can't listen to your podcast that night I get you that's why we're going to record it and then we'll upload it will it be up that night probably not because after I'm done I've got to do all those things I mentioned right after we're done with Joe you know the bowling night family dinner and the other stuff. So probably not the porn, but everything else. So anyway, today's episode without further ado. Okay. 
If I had to start the whole fucking thing over, what would I do? I'm sorry. Sorry, this isn't for kids, I guess. Um, if I had to start the freaking thing over, right? What would I do? How would I do it? What would I do? And this is kind of, it, it's just entertainment fodder for some of you old timers. And then for some of you young timers or noobs, this might be like, hey, you know what? This is, he's saying this is what he would do. This is a guy who's got a time machine. He's going to look back 31 years and say, man, right now in 2023, if I was stepping out like the keep on trucking poster, I know I'm dating, I'm dating myself. You may not even know what the hell I'm talking about. But if I'm stepping out, what would I do from ground zero? Hour zero, day zero, one, right? What would I do? Zero to one, PDR tech. Okay, well, here you go. You're going to get it. All for the usual price, right? You know, and we might even throw some toast in or some soup. Okay, first of all, let's assume that I don't have kids. Because back when I first started at 26 years old, I did not have kids. None. And I'm not going to say at least that I knew of. I'm not going to play that card. That Come on. It's all played out. It's so cliche. Um, so no kids. So I'm free and ready to roam the planet. Do whatever what I, what I, what I could do, right? So first off, I get trained, right? And no, I'm not going to self-train myself. I'm going to I'm gonna gain all the skills I can. I preach this, guys, because I don't care if you're 20 or you're 80. Time matters. And, of course, the older you get, the probably the more it matters. But it should matter at 20. You feel like, oh, I can never die. I'm 20 years old, da-da-da. You know, I got all the time in the world. How do you know? How do you know? Tonight, you could be skateboarding. You could hit a pothole and break your face. And that's it. And you're in the dirt next weekend. Okay, I know it's a dark, dark story, and I want you to just delete that right now, but it could have happened, and it could happen, right? Tomorrow is not given, all right? So know that. So live life as if it wasn't given, as if today might be your last day, okay? I mean, I'm not saying go ham, just, you know, try to just give it a bunch of chicks and be responsible and not pay your bills and, you know, get, get drunk or whatever. No, I'm not saying go that crazy knowing that life's not going to, but just know that it might not be tomorrow. You know what I'm saying? Just tone it down a little bit. Okay. All right. So anyway, I gain all the skills I could acquire in 90 days, give or take. I pay for every course I believe I could that could benefit me. Jared, like you, uh, former student Jared, uh, he trained with me. He trained, I believe, with Mike Toledo. Um, who else, Jared? Uh, I don't know if he trained with Bryce. I don't think he went to see Marty, but maybe he did. Um but I know he's done at least two or three courses. And, and and that's smart because we've all got different things to offer. I guarantee it. And some more than others, some different than others. But nonetheless, stuff that will benefit you. And that's that's huge. Um, I know techs that are 7, 8, 10 years in plus that are still learning from mentors like myself or Bryce or whatever. Because, you know, even me being the idiot that I am, just by osmosis, I've, I've learned things through my travels. I just, you know, I, like I said, it's not a matter of intelligence. It's just a matter of just, just human nature. You know, I tried not to learn it, but it, it learned me like it or not. So there's a lot of benefits. So I would learn as much as I can for 90 days. Okay. So what else? You know, basically something that's going to make me long-term success. Okay. After the 90 days, Okay, and, and I've taken my courses and I'm practicing like a mother. I'm, I mean, I'm grinding. I'm 10 to 15 hour days. Okay, practicing. Pra I'm in my, I'm in my uh, what do you call it? My 
my dungeon. I'm in my garage, basement, whatever the hell I got. My carport with a heater. I got my little uh, my headphones in. I'm listening to music in the background, a little lo-fi, jungle sounds with some birds tweeting with some rain. I don't care. Whatever your vibe is, right? And I'm my skills are growing by the minute, by the hour, by the day. I'm, I'm starting to you know push some metal. I'm starting to get it kind of flat. I'm reducing my texture. I'm learning my techniques. My glue pulling is getting great. On and on and on. I'm trying to become the most badass 90-day tech there ever was. Okay? Because I know there's a pot of gold. You know, a little harken from uh, last Friday, St. Patty's Day. Hope you had a good one. There's a pot of gold at the end of the rainbow for me. And it's called dent repair. And because I'm single and ready to mingle, I don't have kids. I don't got a wife. I just got a couple slutty girlfriends. Sorry, had to say it. Then... I'm going to go do hail. Why? Because I think hail to this day is the quickest, easiest way to make millions in PDR. Note what I said. I didn't say it's the quickest, easiest way to make money. No, I was more specific. My specificity should be listened. Millions. I've seen it so many times, guys. I've seen it. I've seen the light. S-E-E-N-T. So, so, I got my skills. I'm a kick-ass tech. I'm working on cars. I'm working on panels. I, I got real hail. I got fake hail, whatever. I'm getting it done. Okay, after that, after the 90 days, okay, I go work hail one season as an apprentice. Okay, I, I go find a broker. <coughs> excuse me. And I learn the business. I, obviously, I, I, I build my base level of skills for hail. But I also learn the business on the front lines. Okay, Ibrahim, good friend of mine. I talk about him ad nauseum. You guys are probably like, oh, fuck, don't bring up Ibrahim again. I got to. He's the famous Israeli PDR tech who's probably still back in Israel right now. Maybe not. Um, I think he listens to the podcast from time to time. He hit me up when I last spoke about him. But uh, has a real nice wife, has a couple kids. And he comes to the States and pushes, and then he goes back home where his extended family, and he's, he's bought a house already, um, and living the life, all right? I think I think Ibrahim's about 40, maybe 45, I'm guessing now. When I first met him, he was probably in his late 30s. But what he did was, he was a DW tech. I won't draw out who that is, so that's where his training came from. And then after a while, he went and started Hale, right when I met him uh, in Colorado. And then learned how to do retail Hale. And he did okay. He actually did it mobile his first season, his first year. I think he did 475 doing mobile Hale out of his truck, at people's houses. Easy up, hood stand, the whole nine. Unpack this shit, let's go. 475, not bad. Learned a lot about marketing. Learned about the referral network and how to how to leverage that, which was huge. And then, unfortunately, due to extenuating circumstances in his family, he lost everything. He lost all his money. Everything. I mean, just about penniless. So he had to hit the reset button. Plus, he didn't... The second season, he really didn't know a lot about retail hail. He learned a little bit, but not enough. I mean, he was, he was like I said, almost a half million bucks. Probably if you rounded up or cash job, he probably was there. So, so his second year, he went and worked for a broker. <clears throat> and I'm talking, guys, this is sad. And there's a lot of guys that are still out there. They pay like 5 to 10%. I've heard that Mark Circus does that. Um, there's a lot of dudes out there that just treat, treat PDR techs absolutely like garbage just freaking sludge i'm talking new york sewer rat shit and piss you'd wish you were treated that good 
you know, one level below that. That's how you're treated. Um, pretty graphic, I know. I'm sorry. And definitely not a kid's show this episode. Um, I gotta, gotta let all the kids know not to listen to this one. Um, so, so you're getting five to 10%, and he was getting paid ass. Okay. And he put in two storm locations, probably about five months, made a little bit of money. Even if five or 10%, I think he made maybe 60 grand. Went and bought himself a truck because he literally had to had to hawk his car, hawked all his furniture and hawked a loogie, and got himself a truck, bought himself a trailer, and then for the last half of that season, he started doing his own retail hail. Okay, and I think I think once again he still hit about a half mil, which is pretty good when he was working for a broker, just getting paid broke ass money, right? And then after that. He, the next year, he was off to the races doing his own stuff. And I think he did about 750 that, that third year. Okay, so what I would do, like Ibrahim, what I would do is I would do the first year I would apprentice. Okay, I would take that money like Ibrahim did. I'd start my own retail operation. Okay, the second year, year two, and I would do my own retail hail. I wouldn't, I would, and I probably wouldn't have anybody work with me. I'd probably get, a uh, R&I person, like I did, if you guys listen, when I was back in uh, Cedar Rapids. I didn't do hail this last season, by the way, but the year before I did. Um, and I would I would probably estimate I'd probably get profits between 500 and 750. Why not? Those numbers seem to be pretty attainable. And I know what I've done. I mean, I've had $100,000 months, but I don't think it's realistic to think that you're going to bang 100 grand every month on your own, chili con carne. Maybe, 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 but probably not, okay? So, all right, after that season where I made my, let's call it 500, I'd use 60 to 80 to live on. Okay, and that's living decent. And now, most places, if you're in San Francisco, it might be kind of hard. There's, or, you know, NYC proper. But other than that, you probably could live pretty decent on 60 to 80 grand. Okay, I'm not going to go out and buy a car, another car. I'm not going to go out and get any toys. You know, I'm not going to go get my Dodge Viper like my student Corey, who came here with his mother to train at 16 and by 17. In Wichita, he's driving a freaking Viper. All right, that had to be a crazy look to have all these older dudes looking at this young kid. Probably can't see over the freaking steering wheel driving a $100,000 Vipe. You know, or Jake who bought his F-250 lifted with the Banks Turbo and the whole nine. No, not like those former students, okay? I'd, I'd keep that money. And then the next season, here we go. Then I would switch over to the Mark Circus or Dent Masters, if you've heard me talk about these guys, or some of the other guys, um, Hail Masters, whatever, and I'd start to use subs. I wouldn't pay them 5% or 10%. I'd pay these guys at least probably 30 to 40%. Yeah, you know what? I'm not going to have the profits that Dent Master gets with 6, 8, 10 million, but I'm still going to hopefully make about a mil, 1 to 1.5, okay? I repeat this simple easy and i'm telling you guys right now it's a simple and easy formula and yeah i'm leaving some stuff out but brian how do we find hell how do we advertise how do we market okay well you know what i'm not going to get into that with this this is you know i'm trying to begin a children's show so anyway so i'd rinse and repeat that for two to three years and then i'd tap out i'd tap the fuck out why because right now i'm in my 50s and back then i wouldn't have been and if any of you guys any of you youngies are thinking well, Brian, I'm not going to be 50. I could do this for 30 years and make, you know, 15, 20 million. Yeah, you could. But I know 
And what I didn't realize in my 20s at 26, that time is the most important currency, not currency as in, for, in the form of money. True, true that. And I don't care what your age, what your age is, because you can't get back yesterday, can you? And if you can, text me, because I want to know. But, so knowing this, like I said, I did my time machine travel. I make my two to four million dollars. Okay, and I would easily have a hundred grand automatic income coming off of that for low risk investments, giving me eight to twelve percent and or some real estate, and I'd enjoy life. And if I if I really love doing PDR, I'd do it part time, you know, add another hundred grand a year or something, you know. So then I don't have to even touch my money. But I travel, I do hobbies. I would. I mean, look what I do right now, guys. I'm traveling just about every other month. Okay, and I work, you know, and I'm enjoying life. Why? Because I realize tomorrow is not guaranteed. I mean, the older you get, the more people you see die or maimed or these skateboard accidents where they plant their face or a squirrel comes down and eats their eyeballs out. This shit happens. And, and it's just, you know, like I said, it's just you can't assume that tomorrow is given. Knowing that, good old wisdom Grandpa Brian I would slow the, the, the pace down, the rat race, and I would roll solo con carne, like I said earlier, and I would just enjoy life, man. And like I said, it doesn't mean I'd stop pushing, but I would definitely go part-time or seasonal. You know, yeah, I'm going to work May and June. Okay, I'm going to make my 100 grand, easy 100 grand, and I'm done because I know that's what I need to live on. And for the rest of the year, you know, I'm going to play my basketball league or my racquetball league. I'm going to, I don't know, maybe I'll build a, a, a have a, buy a car and, and do a custom car restoration or something, you know, and just go chill, you know, because I know that I've got that money coming in. And like I said, if you, if you guys, my number is different than a lot of people, three, four million dollars, not a big deal. Okay. What about, what about you that want to do 10 or 15 or 20 or 30? Yeah. You're going to need to scale up. Is it possible? Yeah, but you're probably going to need to put in 5, 10 years okay, of this same program. Dent Masters, those guys are everywhere between 5 and 10 mil. They usually do between 3 and 4 storms a year. They work about 8 months out of the year. Now, they split that. So then you're making, you know, I don't know, 2.5 to, to 5 a mil each. But still pretty good money. Now, you, you could probably go bigger. They could probably double that, but then you're going to have a lot of logisticals, you know. And I don't know, man. Logisticals are kind of like getting kicked in the plums. You know, I don't know if it's a good thing. Oh, man, that guy just got whacked right in his logisticals. So, anywho, that's it, guys. That's what I would do. And I hope that that serves you well. Um, it's a little late for me to wind back a clock at this point, but I still have the knowledge and the wisdom. And we are definitely doing things... Uh, differently than I have over the past five or ten years made a lot of iterations a lot of changes due to the lessons we learn and we're, if, if your eyes and ears are open you're constantly learning but this is what like I said this is 2023 um, and that's assuming you don't have kids and you can and you can travel and do all that fun stuff because even if you put your pen, your tent stake in any town USA where they had the most hail it doesn't mean you're going to get hail next season or it's going to be a good year I don't care if it's Dallas Denver wherever good luck maybe maybe not you know, so you have to be willing to go Vegas, you know, roadshow. So that's it, kids. Hopefully you got something out of that. I did. I really enjoyed it. And like I said, if, if this you're listening to this on a Monday, 
Uh, be sure and tune in. Hopefully, we got Joe from Danny Evo. It should be a really, really good time, a really good shoot. And uh, I'm looking forward to chatting with this guy. I don't know him. We've never met face to face. Um, had some uh, some back and forth combos, but uh, like I said, I, I think I'm going to learn something, and I hope you guys learn something. And uh, should be enjoyable for all. So anyway, thank you so much, guys. Don't forget to rate and review. If you got any questions or comments, please send it my way. I always appreciate it. You know, positive or critical, it doesn't matter to me, guys. I just just show me a pulse. That's all I ask. Anyway, love all you guys, man. Appreciate you more than you know. And that's it. Catch you on the next SAI million upon millions of dollars PDR podcast. Bye bye for now.